So our Twin Peaks Unwrapped, the book, is currently out at bluerosemag.com. It is $19.99, so get your copy today as supplies are very limited and will be running out very soon. So if you haven't got your copy today, go to bluerosemag.com today. March 28, Thursday night. Diane, I want to bring you up to speed on a few recent developments. Nadine Hurley, 35 years old, persists in the belief that she is a high school girl. She has apparently fallen in love with Mike Nelson, high school varsity star. Word has it that Bobby Briggs is shacked up with Shelley the waitress. Shelley's husband, Leo, has awakened from his coma and is somewhere in the woods. Ben Horn has suddenly become an environmentalist and enlisted the aid of trusted friend John Justice Wheeler to help him save the pine weasel. As for me, I find myself suffused with a vague sense of contentment, a premonition of happiness. I hope I will be ready when it comes. Meanwhile, there's Wyndham Earl my former partner. Wyndham continues to play his deadly game of chess. Deadly, Diane, because every time he removes a piece from the board, Earl takes a human life. I have enlisted the aid of chess champion Pete Martell in hopes of formulating a stalemate game. In the meantime, I can only wait for Earl's next move. Major Briggs has returned from his disappearance in the woods, but remembers nothing. He cannot explain the mysterious tattoo on his neck. Diane, Josie Packard is dead, possibly from fear. And while I am absolutely certain that she tried to take my life, I feel both sadness and even sympathy. Sheriff Truman is suffering terribly as a result. When Josie died, I saw a vision revealing Bob and the midget from my dream. Wyndham Earl, Bob, the midget. Is there a connection, Diane? Do these events foretell Bob's return? I hope not, for all our sakes. Welcome to this week's edition of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Brian Kazowski. Beside me is always... Ben Durant. Hello, Ben. Hey, Brian. How's it going? Pretty good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Yeah. It's been a week. It's been a week. And we're here to uh, Talk some more Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, but what episode are we doing? Episode 24. All right. Um, and this is written by Barry Pullman, directed by James Foley. Barry Pullman is related to um, the Bill other... Pullman? Bill Pullman? I don't know. I don't know if they're related. There's a lot of relatable people. Everyone's related to people. Yep. This and is aired on March 28th, 1991. We're back to Thursdays. Yes. Yes. Must see TV. Must see TV. Cheers, on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's blowing Twin Peaks away. Uh, 
And this uh, the rating was 6.2, and it's 77th place. It did a little bit. It's doing a little better. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're back on Thursday after six weeks of hiatus. So it's been off the air for a month and a half. Oh my god, a month and a half. That's like people probably are like, "What is Twin Peaks?" Oh, it got canceled. Right. And I think I told point. I shared this several times with you, but I, I missed the last episode when, in back in 1991. I missed that episode for a school dance or something. And then I'm like, "How so dare really, you?" So really, I, I've I, it's been seven weeks for me here. As a kid, I've missed seven weeks of Twin Peaks. You didn't have a VCR you could set to record it? I, you know, I don't remember. The funny thing is, I, do, I definitely had a VCR when... I definitely had a VCR to watch the tapes when they came out. Yeah. But I don't remember ever recording it. Because I was a TV head like you. You know, yeah. you get into TV shows in high school. I bought a VCR and I had cable in my bedroom. Yeah. And I learned how to set it to record at certain hours. Yes. So when I went to a dance or hung out with my friends on a Saturday night, I could set it to record Mad TV or uh, whatever I wanted. It was really cool. Kids listening to this have no idea how hard it was to record yes. VCR. You have Netflix the, and the right. Hulus. We had so VCRs. I, I did record the last episode of Twin Peaks. I have, I still have that tape somewhere. That's VHS. cool. So I did record it. I don't know why I didn't record the last one. So we're back on, though. It's exciting to have it back on a week a week night, yeah, uh, yeah kind yeah. of water co- cooler moment where the next day people can talk about it at work. In, I mean, after watching this episode, oh, after watching this episode, um, I have to say, I feel like uh, personally we have the old Twin Peaks back. Yeah, it's all- after watching this, I texted you, and. Um, this to me is sort of like I get this feeling of like oh my god I feel like I'm watching the old season one again like right. that same feeling yeah it's, um, it, it almost seems like I think it feels like I think everybody kind of came back together again I think Mark Frost was was prepping his movie he he kind of got back David Lynch seems like he's kind of starting to get more involved yeah. again and it did seem like maybe they had a had a meeting together and say hey let's see how we can get this show back on and it honestly. Yeah. I get that. Um, I get. I get that sense, right? And right. it's less cheesy. Where you got rid of all these non-relatable. You got rid of James and all this. Little Nicky's gone. All this stuff is. I like, always feel yeah. like it's like one of those Mad Magazine fold-out things in the back of Mad Magazine when you fold it and you get the real picture. Yep. Well, those episodes that like stunk. They're cheesy. Yeah. You can fold those right out of the picture, and you have the complete <laughs> Twin Peaks experience but yeah. you can miss those four or five episodes from the moment cooper was kicked off the force until now you could get rid of those yep and you you you'll, you won't even skip a beat right you wouldn't even know you, you missed anything yeah so you know be, uh, the way that they have like when it aired and i think it's on the blu-ray that it's like they do previously on twin peaks yes you know before you get into the show um so i think they had a uh, Cooper dictating to Diane recent developments. Yes, so, and that's why I say you can get rid of these episodes yes. because he gives you like this right. whole like recap, and yeah. you're like, oh, that's perfect. That's yes. all I that's needed all I to know. Needed. Right. So yeah, I yeah. just want to share that with you. But but the show is back, and and we we start off with Truman thinking about Josie. You know, yeah. Josie died, mysterious circumstances, and he's just kind of. You know, oh, he is a sad sack right now. Yeah. And you get to see him really, his acting chops come out. He's yelling at people, spitting at people. <laughs> get out of my face! <laughs> 
Um, and they're doing these kind of montage, uh, shadowy of uh, him, yeah. him playing with his his, his glass, glass of whiskey, of whiskey or whatever, or whatever he's drinking. Is, yeah. And I have to say, uh, Log Lady, because we had the Log Lady on the Blu-ray. Um, she mentions mentions feeling about how you treat others. Um, and I was thinking, you know, feeling about how you, she basically said when you go to bed at night, do you feel good about the way you've treated others or hmm. do you feel bad about the way you've treated others? And I, I feel like that's the theme with maybe Josie and everybody, how they treated each other. Yeah. And he treated her like gold, but did she really treat him? Right. I mean, she, I feel like she didn't really, she was just kind of like. I don't know. Maybe she was so naive, and then she got herself stuck in the situation. Now she's stuck in a door, uh, a drawer knob yeah. for the rest of her life. <laughs> it's it's complicated. I mean, yeah. I don't know. If Truman always tr- treated her that good in the sense that, like, he always seemed like he wanted to have sex with her. Like, yeah, you're he's right. Like, you're right. She's in pain and she needs help, and like, oh, let's get a, get it on here right now. You're right. You're like, right. He's kind of like you're you're oblivious to this this woman and what she's going through. And at the same time, she's not innocent. I mean, yeah. she kills people. But maybe as- he's maybe he wants to pretend. Maybe he feels. Oh God, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, he's oblivious to it, but maybe it's almost like he doesn't want to think about her in that light. Yeah. So he's just like, hey, baby. Yeah, you're right, though. He never said, like, what are your feelings? It was just basically. How can I help you? <laughs> How can I help you after we have sex? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. I never thought about that way. And Hawk comes with some uh, breakfast from Norma, the double R diner. Yeah, how sweet. Yes. And, um,. Yeah, the recap with Diane. Oh, the recapping. And I like how Cooper recaps to Diane. Yes, which right, Which is right. really cool. And we haven't heard Diane in so long. It yeah. feels like. And when I heard that, I'm like, ah, oh, Twin Peaks is back. It is. It was. It's so exciting. Awesome. This is a great episode. It is. Um, so, you know, there's there's a deleted scene, or not deleted, there's something in the script about where Harry kind of acknowledges that he realized, he even used the word... Uh, Josie was evil mm. and stuff like that. It's not in the in the show, but it was interesting in the script. It kind of talks like he's basically, you know, he's drunk or and he's really out of it. But he's he's kind of acknowledge. Okay, maybe she wasn't this great person. Yeah, and, and I think she right. has to come. Yeah. He has to come to terms with that. He does. Yeah. But to go back to that recap, Ben, I have a question for you. Okay. In the recap, Cooper talks about how he saw Bob. He goes, Cooper knew it was Bob in his vision because in his recap to Diane, he goes, I saw Bob. And then I was thinking, has has Cooper ever seen Bob before? And how would he know that was Bob? Well, yes, yeah. He's seen Bob right from the beginning in his dream, uh, in his the Red Room dream. The very next day, you know, he says, he wakes up from his dream. He says, I know who killed Laura Palmer. The very next day, he's in the Great Northern, and he's with Lucy and Truman. And he goes into basically the extended a European version of, yeah, like, okay. oh, um, you know, Bob was, you know, had the candle. But the U.S. cut, he didn't see Bob. We didn't in. see it, but he but he talks about it. He did. But okay, he, you're he right, you're right. Truman I forgot about that. He, he, All right. He, that Bob was, okay. Bob wanted to kill again and stuff. Yeah, because so, I was like, I was like, I thought about that. Oh, I'm and, like, Technically, has he ever seen Bob? Right. But you're right. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But And then the whole, our favorite thing about I'm um, a strong sender, uh, it, it's uh, Andy who gets the sketch, and then I th- from uh, Mrs. 
Mrs. Palmer, and then when oh, he comes back, yeah. he's like, oh, I think the eyes are a little closer or something like that. Yep. But I think, right? I mean, I think he... Yes, I think, you're right. If I'm I right, forgot about the sketch. Yeah. It's been so long since any of that really has right. been part of the show. I honestly forgot about that. Yeah, and so how I mean, can you forget about that? I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other time that he would have... Um, have experienced that with Bob. I don't. I don't. I, I think that's all I can think of. Yeah, is, you're right. is the is the uh, is that dream and stuff. I, see, but. I need these reminders because everybody listening to our show is every week, but in real life, it's not. So sometimes it's a long stretch. Sometimes oh, it's still I a long stretch from <laughs> when you think about yeah. Episode two. I mean, we're on episode twenty-four now. That's twenty-two episodes ago that we talked about that. So, and they didn't even talk about anything about Bob related in the last couple. It's just been nonsense. And we talked about that too. It doesn't make any sense. We, you know, we the, the whole Laura Palmer uh, mystery is solved, and we talk about where's Bob now, and you see this owl, and you think, oh, the next episode we're gonna we're gonna go more into figuring out where Bob is, and, and we don't, and we don't. Yeah, and it just kind of drops. Yeah, and it, yeah. And I guess that episode was, I mean, with with Josie dying and seeing. Bob is we're kind of saying, hey, it's coming back. Mm. I mean, at least that seemed to be their way of probably the creators I, were thinking is like, hey, we haven't forgotten. I get that now. Yeah. yeah. I definitely, uh, now that I'm past that episode, I do get that. So Heather Graham is I know. in this episode. She's awesome. Annie. Uh, yeah, Annie. And you know, at first, uh, an episode or two ago, I was like, oh, we're going to get another Norma relative. She's going <laughs> to screw. It's going to mess it up. And I'm pleasantly surprised. Well, here's what I love is that, like, I I love listening to your theories, and I try to hold back and just listen to what you have to say. But you were like, Annie's going to come in, and he's going to break up the relationship between Big Ed and Norma. <laughs> and it's like, she's just going to get in the way. And yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, Norma's mom. Yeah, was that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Was, but, but this is not going to happen. I mean, it, definitely Annie seems like a sweet girl. Yep. She came from the nunnery. And, yeah. and she has some issues that we learn about. Yeah. And, you know, um, she might have googly eyes for another character. Another character might have googly eyes for her. Yeah. But that's so, a little bit later on. So I'm going to give you some, some, uh, some, a little thing about my life. And I don't know if you know this, so... Brian, you work with my wife. Yes. In real life, you, you, you the job. You're, get, you you're giving away all the secrets on the show. Everybody's gonna know everything about us now. I know, but my first date with with before Tracy was my wife. Yeah. Was uh, we went to the movies. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, my a friend of mine who, who we went to school with, picked the movie. He recommended it, and we went and saw Boogie Nights. With, oh man, that with, was a good movie with Heather with Heather, Heather Graham, Graham and it. she's naked in it. <laughs> but like this is the, my this is the first date with this girl yeah, that I've yeah. ever had. And you go to Boogie Nights. And Boogie Nights is a, a movie about uh, the por- pornography industry. Really, yeah, p- porno. It's industry. funny. It's, it's funny. I mean, P.T. Anderson is the director, a brilliant director. And both my wife and I love him still in the work yeah. he does. Yeah. But it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going it's to awkward, this. right? Very awkward. It's like talking naked and yeah, yeah, yeah. Penis. Just <laughs> Mark but Wahlberg it, at the yeah. end. But yeah. it's funny to see that you know six years later that it was that was in '97. Uh, wow. Six years later from from basically from Twin Peaks in '91 to Boogie Nights, you know years later it's funny to say hey that's Annie that's from Annie. Twin Peaks. I know. Then you feel you're like wait a minute that's not the Annie I remember. No. <laughs> Cooper, what happened? Like, what you doing to her? Oh, <laughs> uh, so I thought I'd share that. It was yeah. interesting to you know. <laughs> It's a good story, Ben. Oh yeah, great story. Good, uh, good first date she, material. She, somehow she still stayed with me even after taking her to that. And you know, hey, that's a keeper right there. Yeah, yeah. So Annie is here, and uh, she she sees her her sister, 
and gets a job there. She's going to be working at the Double R. Yeah. And I, you know what's also cool? Shelly's back. I'm so excited to have Shelly yeah. back. And this makes me feel like it's old Twin Peaks. You have these characters back in their places where the show began. So it's almost like a reunion. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it's a reunion and everyone's back in business. Yep. And it coincides with the uh, Instagram photo that um, the actress posted of Shelly. Oh, right. It, uh, right. So, um, 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 well, I'm not going to get Yeah, it's not The actress who plays Shelly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, right, but she does it so that it's looking down at her shoes. shoes. It's like, oh, I got new shoes. But you can definitely see it's the, the pink yeah. uh, uniform, yeah, uh, yeah. double R uniform. Yep. Yeah, that was awesome. It was so cool. And um, I'm 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 very excited. So um, <coughs> it does. It, it, this episode from here on out just kind of feels like a reunion. Like yeah, Everyone's totally. back back together. And then we, we have Major Briggs. Uh, he, uh, he's ordering some food. and uh, Oh, yes. And... He's being weird. And, and then he's the got log, the mark. Yeah, he's got the mark, and the log lady touches the mark. Which still looks like one of those toxic waste dump uh, logos to me, but. Want to bring up some audio? Oh, we haven't yes. Done that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I missed it. Oh, we missed Sorry. it. We'll, we'll get to the next that one. That was the log. Like, the log knows about the mark. Yes. Now we're at the uh, the uh, police station. Oh, yeah, and uh, Cooper's going to try to get Harry out of his funk. Yes. Try to. So here's the funny, interesting thing in the script. In the script, uh, uh, Cooper is wearing fully deputy dress. Like, he's basically wearing the the deputy uniform. Like, he's been wearing his, like... uh, you know, just casual yeah. stuff. But in in the script, he was wearing a deputy uniform, like this brown kind of. Oh, jeez. I think that I think that was would have gone in the wrong direction. Like he hasn't just because all of a sudden Harry isn't doesn't come to work, he's going to dress up differently. And yeah. Stuff. So, and yeah. I think I think we all want him to wear his suit. We don't want him to go and oh, be God. a deputy and stuff. Yeah. We, we're you know I love Cooper and his flannels, but we got to get him out of the flannel. Yes. <laughs> um. Well, I guess, and I also like. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to oh. say too that, like, uh, like uh, Cooper says to Hawk, basically that, like, aren't you? You should be in charge. And and Hawk's like, oh, hey, yeah. I'm ca- I'm comfortable the way things are and stuff. It was just kind of cool because I think we're always rooting for Hawk to kind of be the 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 the, the boss, the yeah, sheriff, because yeah. he's so good at what he does. Yeah, but he's smart though. He knows. He doesn't want to like you know. He doesn't want to handle that paperwork. Yeah, stuff. right. He hates paperwork. <laughs> uh. Um. I guess the next big scene, in my notes anyway, um, they're waiting on Earl's next move. He knows, we find out that Earl knows about the stalemate. And so Wyndham Earl is so mad because he figures out the whole stalemate situation, he plays his flute in anger. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) So we still have, we still have the weirdness that's still kind of like, the residue of the cheesiness from the last couple episodes with the flute playing. Mm. Why does Wyndham Earl play a flute? I mean... Well, the funny, the interesting thing, he, it makes me think about how at the beginning of the series, Cooper would whittle his uh, his own, uh, was it whistle, whatever he had? Yeah, he was whittling. Whittling and stuff. And I feel like it's in that same idea that, like, you're crafting it and then you're... Oh, but Earl so, uses it in a way where he seems like he could be violent and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. And boy, he hits Leo with right. it. Like, he'll he'll slap him in the head to right. make him do his bit. And Leo is just his meathead now. He just did whatever Wyndham Earl wants. Right. He gets his slippers, his newspaper, 
his coffee, anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, right. I don't know what you want to say. His henchman or he's Yeah, he's his henchman. He's like this mindless henchman. When did Leo just become... He's never been a really good, like, like his character has been very silent. Like, he doesn't really talk much. Yeah, I mean, at the Overall, he probably had, like, ten pages of dialogue in this whole show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think. Well, the first season, he was kind of like, wash my laundry. Laundry, Sh- yeah. Shelly, yeah. Wait a minute. I just got it, Ben. You made <laughs> me think about it. It's, he has become... Leo, he's like the, he's like the, yeah. I he's become th- Shelly. It's like a full re- whole role reversal. Right. He I didn't think ma- of that. But yeah. He was making Shelly do all the stuff, right. and now he's making the bidding to win the Merle. Right. So his whole world has been turned around. He's become the person he would boss around. I think you're, you're, you're right on. Right? Yeah. I just thought about that. I don't, I, in 25 years, I've never thought that, but that makes total sense. sense. Right. It's all, because he would do that to Shelly, do my laundry. Right. Make my lunch. Right. Put fetch, the soap in fetch, my sock. Fetch my pipe. From fetch Earl. my it, pipe. It, yeah. yeah. And then now Earl is like making him do stuff. So I, I, I basically. How does it feel, Leo? <laughs> <laughs> you big jerk. I mean, I, we basically went through. Um, Winter Merle does know about the stalemate. Yeah. Um, but Dick is back. Dick is back. <laughs> Dick, and he's sleazier than ever. He's and, checking and he's, out these women. Right. Um, in their sweaters. And he's like making. The the old sexual innuendos. Yes, about clean clean. Yeah, you want to play that? Yeah, I'll play it. Cigarette. I prefer to keep my chest clear. Ah, the great god, fitness. He's such a cheesy. Have you spoken with Pinkle? What's a Pinkle? He's giving a talk on the pine weasel. Now, when you first saw this, like, did you know what was going on? Like, it's like, what is going on here at first? Oh, in like, the background? I mean, yeah, in the it's background. It's chaotic. You have a cheerleader. You have, like, everybody. And I, like. Like, they're putting on some kind of event, but I don't think at first it was clear on what. I saw what the stage, and uh, then I, I realized, I'm like, oh, they're going to have a fashion show? Yes. I was like, oh, a fashion show to save the, the pine weasel? Yep. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. I know some of those like teen shows, like every week there's, a, there's an event. Like it's, it's yeah. a prom or it's like this special thing. Tim kind of... Peaks have a fashion show for a pine weasel. Yes. Um, and I still think that Billy Zane's hair was glued on. I don't think that's oh. his real hair. I don't think – because on the Blu-ray, on a bigger screen, I noticed this weird glue – or something around his hairline that's not natural. And I don't know if it's because they wanted his hair, because it's got that weird, it goes up, like a up slick. Huh. But also I feel like it could, because Billy Zane has always been bald. Like, Has he always been? No. When I saw him in Zoolander 1 for the very first time, yeah, you're not looking he was back bald. Far Wasn't he, was he in The Rocketeer? I'm trying to think. No, what was he else has he been in? He was no. Um, he's, that was a different guy. Um, that was a different guy. Yeah, I don't it? know who else Billy Zane's uh, been in, but I think this is glued on hair. Wasn't he a superhero? I'm trying to think what superhero he was. He wore like purple. I don't know. I don't know either. We'll have to look it up. He wasn't bald. You're you're too young. No. Yeah, I don't know. I'm totally wrong, maybe. I'm just thinking they have like a weird glue on his head. (laughs) Um, That's, I don't know. And in my notes, after the whole sleazy dick. Yes, sleazy dick. Dick is back as sleazy as ever, I wrote. I wrote, this feels. Like a bit of old Twin Peaks, so this was like in, right after that scene. For some reason, I was getting that feeling back. Yeah, I made notes of where, it, where I got the feeling. <laughs> so I was very excited. 
Um, so Cooper's still trying to talk to Truman to try and get him to, you know, come back. Oh, we got to get him yeah. yelling at Cooper. Eventually, it's going to help you to know she was a hardened criminal, a killer. Get out of here. <laughs> I know it's not easy right now. Just get out of here. Get out of here! Go! Yeah, I think this like in the script it would have been somewhere where where it would have come in where he kind of said, "Okay, yeah, I know she's evil. I know all this, but yeah. you know, it's still it's still painful to think the person that he loved." Yeah, uh, you don't want to think that. And then he he kind of feels hoodwinked too. Yeah. Now, this is where I get lost. I was so enthralled. So Jones with, is is yeah. the assistant to Thomas Eckert who died from Josie and stuff, and she comes by to see Catherine Martell with a box. Yeah, and you know, her character comes and goes quickly. Yes. I mean, I don't really know if we're going to see her later on. Um, but I was just like, really? We got to have another character? I mean, she isn't that bad, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's definitely going to show up a, a little bit more uh, yeah. towards the end and I think next episode. But I, maybe this is a good time to mention it. In the script of the last uh, episode, episode 23, uh, Thomas, uh, you know, this is Unseen Twin Peaks. Yeah. Thomas Eckert hands Jones a stack of cash and tells her to finish the job. So he basically, he, he, you know, he, he was kind of settling things. He, Eckert had to finish stuff with Josie, and he was basically telling Jones, his assistant, to go do something else in the script. Yeah, And yeah. clearly that's related to what we're seeing right now with Catherine, that, you know, she's going to give a present. And then I think at the end of the episode, we'll, we'll, it, 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 she has hey, another job to yes. do as well. Yeah, So. But it's interesting. I mean, I actually, I mean, when we get to that, I think it was interesting because she is a mysterious character, and to not have this to see, like, what is she doing here? Eckerd's yeah. dead. Why is she still around? Yeah. Makes it at least mysterious, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is so interesting. A black box. box. What's in the box? It's like it's like a Mohan Drive. Yes. It, it, <laughs> it's a blue key it's in there. It's a blue key in oh. there. Or anything. I think if J.J. Abrams was very much into this mystery box, like you don't want to know what's in that box. I mean, it's the idea of the mystery of it. I mean, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I mean, this is okay. I mean, I'm kind of over the Martells. I'm yeah, over me the Josie too. stuff. I want to like just give me more Cooper. Yeah, but I do feel we do get more Cooper. Yes. And then oh, when gosh. Earl pays a visit to Donna Hayward. Uh, yes. Um, as a a friend of of the docks. Yeah, Dr. Craig. Dr. Craig. And it's, What do you think about this dress up of uh of uh Wyndham Earl? Well, he um he I want to know what store he's shopping at. <laughs> like what costume store? He has a whole he has a whole suitcases of 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 disguises. Yeah, he lives in a cabin in the woods. Where is he getting all the stuff? There must be a costume store Twin Peaks has. Oh, yeah. He has a shed just for costumes. Yeah, costumes. And they're like Scooby Doo costumes, and um, his coat though I do realize I do think his coat is used again in another costume by someone else. It almost looks like something Doc Hayward himself would would wear, but yeah. And it's creepy because I wrote in my notes, almost hitting on her comes off creepy. Yes, he's like really skeezy. Like, yeah, you're too beautiful to be this young, and like was like, whoa, 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 dude, you're like, what is going on? I mean, maybe he was just trying to charm her to make her feel comfortable. But it came off creepy to me anyway. And this is like the first of three. 
Yes, he's got he's got uh, disguises. Three queens or three uh, three queens. He's got to uh, somehow persuade. I mean, he's not really persuading them. He's just talking to them right. and giving them nuggets of information. And I mean, this is this is where it kind of um, stumbles because you know he leaves something for Do- for Donna's dad, and then when Donna's dad and mom come home. He, she's like, oh, your friend from college or mm-hmm. whatever came by. And you're like, he's dead. Right. And, and they call the, the number that they it was given, and it's the cemetery. So it's yeah. It's first it's like your friend is dead, and then it almost seems to imply, uh, you know, somebody else could be dead here with the cemetery. You know, like it's yeah. a, there's a whole death theme. But well, what are you saying? What I'm you saying like here? this is the fumble on his and Wyndham Earl's. I mean, did he want Cooper? Because yes, he, I want him. I, I think he. I think he wants this. I think he wants to say, "Hey, I've been killing random pawns, and now I'm going after people you know." All right. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's his it way. Was of intentional. It was intentional that he was trying to basically say, "Hey, I'm 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 not on the I'm not on the outside. I'm coming in to the to the people that you know, and you know, infiltrating. If, yeah, them. If, yeah. If you're gonna keep playing the stalemate game, I'm gonna start killing people you know. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So like yeah, so it basically gets back to Cooper because of everybody being uh, tight knit like that. Mm. But here's the other weird thing: we do find out, and I don't know if it's. Oh God. And then we have uh, we have Pete Martell playing chess here, and he's he's concentrating very hard, trying to figure out how can he do a stalemate. Oh yeah, I don't want to jump ahead on my notes on my thought. I'll I'll hold off on my thought about uh, Wonder Merle. Looks like he has several chess boards and yes. honey. And I wrote Pete going chess crazy. Mm-mm-mm. And I like how he's he ha- has hired Lucy and uh, Andy to um, play, play yeah. chess. Oh. The two people that like are probably not the best at this. No. And I like how there's like how he holds it up. Like this is like <laughs> he's playing chess against himself on nine boards. Like yeah. I know oh, that like. Yeah. Well, at least nobody put the, a fish in the percolator, so you have plenty yeah. of coffee. <laughs> but I think I feel I think I think Pete feels a lot of uh, pressure because he knows that if he does something wrong, somebody will die. I mean, yeah, but he he basically says I think like there's yeah. no way someone's gonna die. Yeah, yeah, you wind up with six pieces, so you know, that's. I, I, I don't know if it's worth it. But even if I get there in half the time and wind up with twelve, that means six people die. Six people die. I love him. Yeah, he's, he's one of my favorites. It's a shame he passed away. It, is. it would be it so really cool is. to see him in uh, season three. You I know? know. That would be something else. That would be great. Um, so I know in the next scene, Log Lady has a marking. We Oh, yeah. We find out that the Log Lady has a marking yes. on her leg. Right. And um, the Log Lady has a woods themed marking and major briggs has the toxic waste marking (laughs) but cooper puts them together and that's the symbol i've been seeing on facebook forever it Uh, all makes sense now it makes sense now i like this this is kind of cool yeah so does that mean like the log lady in uh major briggs are like some having some weird affair (laughs) something they're they're definitely connected connected. yeah well it's gonna bring up some audio yeah Yeah. What do you remember, Margaret? Look at the back of my leg.
It looks her the back of her leg looks no, like. I, I, I thought she said something more. I was seven years old. I went walking up in the woods, and when I got back, I was told that I had disappeared for a day. All I could recall was a, a flash of light, and, and that mark was on my leg. We all three recall the light. And also, the call of the owl. Yes, I remember. So that was, yeah, I, I like all this. This was cool. Yeah, but it, it seems to be that the log lady had similar thing to Ms., uh, the Major Briggs, where yeah. maybe she was abducted. Or, yeah. I mean, it kind of goes back to X-Files. Yes. That you have the markings and aliens got you. I mean, Twin Peaks is trying to say it's not aliens, but it's yeah, still it's some something kind of more forced. mysterious. Yeah. yeah. Talking about X-Files, did you get around to watching the, uh, the end yet? Of, of yes, yes, I did. Are you happy with, I mean, can we take, can we, can we change it? Can, can we, we deviate? Deviate for a second and, and ask um, you how, how, how you think, it, it took you, it took you a couple weeks after the series finale. I didn't want it to finale. be over. I didn't yeah. want it to be over. Uh, personally, I really um, wanted it to not end. I loved it. Um, I, I did write a little thing on Facebook, how I felt, but overall I loved it. My only complaint is I wish they wove the whole uh, episode one, episode six mythology into all the episodes. I agree. It would have felt more. Uh, the last episode felt like rushed. It was just like everyone's gonna get sick. Next scene, everyone's sick. Right. Um. Uh, that's my only complaint. Wouldn't that have been cool if they could have done that? Like. A few episodes where yeah. people were getting sick. Episode three. Yeah. Like, at the end, you go, there's, like, a, a, a TV, and it's, like, the news report. People were getting sick. We can't figure out why. Right, right. Like, it was just, and I watched it with no commercials. So I don't know if there was a commercial break there or not, but it was just, like, one scene, everyone's going to get sick. Mm. And everybody was sick. And I was right. like, but overall, I do, I like the new, the two new uh, agents. I like them. Oh, yeah. Um, Einstein, I think it is. Einstein, Miller. Miller, yeah. And the ending, though, as soon as I saw a bridge... <laughs> As soon as I saw everyone stuck on traffic, I'm like, we've seen this before. An alien ship will show up. And it was the alien ship from episode one. So it's not an alien. It's the government. Ah, uh, and that seems, to, that seems to be the theme of the, of this season was that, like, it's not about aliens. It's about the government. It's about our own government. and Taking the alien right. DNA. Technology. Yeah, and, yeah. and technology. And since Dana has the cure in her... It would make sense that they would use this UFO right. to grab her because she's stuck on that bridge. Yeah, I still have, I mean, there's some things I've, I mean, I was very much into the mythology, so I have some issues where I feel like Mulder had the uh, alien virus stuff in him, and so he should have been immune. Like, do you remember the whole? Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you remember that there was, I, I mean, this, I can't think what season it was. Maybe it was season five. He was brought to Germany or something like that, and he he, he was exposed to the black oil. Yep, and oh, then, the like, black oil, yep, black I remember oil. that, then, yeah, like, yeah. Years and then, like, years later, he, he, um, he they, they found his, they, they ch checked his mind, and he seemed like he had alien... Tech, alien DNA or something like that. So it seems like all of a sudden they've forgotten all that. Like all of a sudden. Or was it? Was it all government? Or, or maybe they took it out or something. I don't know. Here's my other complaint though. My one complaint, and I know we'll get back to the uh, Twin Peaks people, I'm sure, listening to us. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, my other complaint, uh, this is all spoilers too, by the way. Uh, uh, Cancer Man. It's, it's been like over a month, two I months. I know. It's true. Uh, right. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Um, Cancer Man, it was, I felt like they underutilized him. I agree. His. Appearance in episode one was like, yes. Then we don't see him again until episode six. Right. And he just holds a gun to Mulder the whole time. Right. And walks he gets, around. Walks around. And 
and oh, he manipulates the. We get to see someone from the past. Oh uh, yeah, the agent there. Yes, you missed it because you haven't seen him all. Uh, agent uh, Ray's. I, think I do is. remember her though, yeah. and it was kind of cool. But yeah, I felt like he was Ray. just sore. Like, I hope they they do more with the next season. I think it's. I call it the greatest hits. It was the greatest hits. Six episodes. They used all. They did the greatest hits. Yeah, you good know? stuff. But I kind of feel like. I hope they improve it for the next season. It was a good start. Yeah, it was a good start. And Overall. like, I, we, we got there because we, we're seeing some more elements of Twin Peaks yes. where they're using these marks that uh, seem to be abductions. And yeah. the whole idea of the white light and, and, I don't know, the hooting the owl is not really. But, I mean, it's yeah. interesting to ha- see all these coming back up on Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah, I like it. And sorry for diverting to our, our X-Files. Well, I've been meaning to talk to you about I know, it. I, mean, I it's know. It's been uh, months here. That I, I thought... really didn't want to be over, Ben. I was, like, holding out my last two episodes. I was saying to you, are you going to wait till the new season to get watch the last episode? I'm really horrible, honestly. Yeah. I'm still on season one of half my shows. Everybody else is like, it's over, Brian. Why don't you just finish it? You know, like. But. Like one more, one more detour. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's only been a few weeks of uh, uh, of Bates Motel, and I know you're you're season behind and stuff. So yeah, we got. I got to watch season three still. Okay, it's good stuff. Good, good, good. Season. I know. I'm very excited to watch We're, that. Again. Yeah, you got to watch that. And that's we've talked yeah. before that it's got like, uh, a Twin Peaks feel. Yeah, definitely. So back to Twin Peaks. We've got uh, <laughs> people are uh, like, "Wow, curse you!" We've got Wheeler and uh, Audrey having a picnic together, and he's yes. singing to her. Oh God, on the I, old thought I thought yes. of James. I thought of James. The singing. Cringe. At least a, a microphone didn't come out of the ground, and you know, just you. you. <laughs> yeah, at least it wasn't that. Yeah. Um, but but Audrey seems like she's happy. She yeah, I like, like Billy Zane more than I like James. Oh yeah, if you I like compare him. the two, I like yeah. him too. Yeah. What's his name again? Wheeler. Wheeler. Justice oh, yeah. Wheeler. Justice Wheeler. Um. Oh, and then God, where go, am I? Well, I guess we can go to. Uh, oh, the next scene we go we go um to the diner. Okay. Oh no no. Well, we already mentioned that we already mentioned Doc uh, Doc Hay- Hayward got the message. But this is what I want to mention last time, and we see. Uh, that Doc Hayward finds out, Donna tells them, blah, 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 blah. Well, the mom, Donna's going upstairs, and I believe this is the scene. Um, is this, I don't know if this is the scene. I might be jumping ahead a little bit. Ahead. I don't know. I don't know of anything. I don't think there's anything here. What Not you... with Ben Horn? No, I don't think so. No. Okay, I'm, I'll follow my notes. I don't want to jump ahead. Um, so we after this scene, we go back to the diner. And Earl, Wyndham Earl is dressed up as a uh, a biker. A biker. Yeah, we can skip the whole. We know. Oh, there's where you're talking Ed, about. Yeah, Ed and okay. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yeah, Ed and Nadine divorce. Nobody cares. Right, and then that's where Ben does come to the door, and and uh, Miss Hayward answers it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking right. about. So what do you Ben Horn? Ben Horn is whispering into her ear, yeah. and I was like, "It wasn't like a kiss, or wasn't it?" Yeah. Yeah, I was like, "What?" I was like, "No." First thought was, "Not another affair." <laughs> no, why? 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 Um, so we go back to the diner, um, and Norma asks Shelley to. Why don't we got some audio? This is cute. Yeah. Miss Twin Peaks. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. There's a cash prize and a scholarship. And I bet you could walk through that. I don't think so. 
It's easy. You give a speech, you answer a few questions. Miss Double R Diner, what would you do to bring about world peace? Well, I would bring all the world leaders together, make them form a circle and join hands. Because you can't make a fist holding hands. You're a shoe. <laughs> It's sweet. I, I mean, uh, yeah. I like it when Shelly's silly. Like, I, yeah. I still think about uh, the whole funeral and and Leland jumping on the on the on the coffin and it's going up and down. And then we go to the Double R Diner and there's Shelly uh, making fun of it with you yeah, know, and, yeah, and, and, yeah. I mean, it's kind of bad taste, but she's kind of silly. She's yeah, funny. yeah. I, I I like this. I I was like, yeah. Um, yeah, she's talking to Wyndham Earl. Earl's hitting on her. Yeah. You should you should enter the contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. And then she says she doesn't think she's pretty. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? I know. I think Shelly would win. Kidding me? But who's going to be in the contest? Like, it's going to be. Is it going to be everybody that Wyndham Merle wants? Is it going to be Shelly, Donna? Right. Is it going to be He's like every that, yeah. female that you know? But I cannot believe Shelly. Does Shelly really think? Oh, I don't think I'm pretty. Yeah, I know. It's right. Like, are you kidding me? Are well, you she's kidding? a teenager, maybe. so most teenagers don't. Well, she's 18, right? Yeah, she's like, or maybe 19, something like that. I think she's already done with school. It's hard to say. She dropped out. So I don't yeah. know if she dropped out this year or a couple of years ago. Most people at this age don't, with, can, they're not, I'm can, not pretty. they don't think like that. Yeah. Like, you know, well, also at this time, they didn't have Twitter to like post pictures of themselves constantly <laughs> oh, no. and get like a uh, response. Uh, uh, so. so Cooper sat down at the double R and he's reading about Tibet and he's like oblivious to, uh, to uh, yeah. Wyndham Earl is there, but he uh, and Annie. Annie comes by, and I think he's already. Yeah, the, it's like instant. It's like uh, on the wings, on the wings of love. Oh. <laughs> what, what is happening to us? They've fallen in love already. Already, uh, we have the audio down, and you know by the body language of Cooper, he's already smitten. He is. He's already smitten. Dale Cooper, law local law enforcement. enforcement. And future boyfriend. Well, <laughs> are you uh, staying in town for a while? I might be here quite a while. It's happened to me. Looks like it's grown on you. Uh, has a way of doing that. Because the flannel. Um, but yeah, like, um, as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, man. And Winter Merle... Where does he get these costumes? <laughs> these costumes. You know, there's got to be a camera at a costume store that just sees him going in and out buying more costumes. He's our best customer. <laughs> He's buying two today. A biker and some old guy. We don't usually get this much. Unless uh, <laughs> traffic. traffic. It's on oh, Halloween. Halloween, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then he, know, yeah, he saw the, uh, the cut marks on her wrist. Yeah. So that says that, you know, she probably went through the depression or something happened, but she still comes off as sweet, and it, it doesn't. She doesn't come off as like, like, uh, like this person who's gonna cause drama. She's just. She. It sounds to me like she wants to start a new life. Mm. Which I liked. I was refreshed by that. I, I. I was glad it wasn't like, oh no, my life's horrible, <laughs> right. and I'm gonna be a food critic, and I'm gonna try to close down this diner, and I hate you, my sister. You know, like yes. I was happy. It was nice. Interesting about like Annie that. is that she so she came from this nunnery and, and she she's kind of an outsider in a way like yeah. she I think she grew up in Twin Peaks but then left and so it's but coming back she seems like an outsider and Cooper is an outsider and they both seem yeah, like yeah they connect that way yeah yeah two outsiders yep 
So Cooper has to go check in on uh, Truman because Tr- Truman's losing it. He's going crazy. He tore the plate. The book house. Is it the book house? Yeah, the book house. It is. He, All those books. He tore the place up for one guy. He went nuts. Like the ceiling tiles are gone. <laughs> the wiring is showing. I mean, he went ballistic. Yes. But I think this is where Cooper kind of talks him down. Isn't yes. It? And then, and then, yeah. You, you want to bring sure. up some audio? Why don't you hand me that gun? Oh, he has the gun. <laughs> I don't believe I've ever handed my gun over to anybody in my entire life. <laughs> uh, my entire life? That's my gun! <laughs> and he waves it around nilly willy like right. he's, I could just by accidently shoot all of us. Uh, um, but yeah, it's good to see him all. I mean, mad. it's nice to see a, a different uh, a perspective of Harry. Like, Harry's usually kind of mellow, low key. Yeah, even killed. Go, yeah, yeah, even killed. And to see him kind of out of control, it's, it's kind of cool to see another perspective of him. Yeah. You know, you know, this episode was so good, though. I didn't take a lot of notes because I think I was just so... I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. This episode. I mean, too. It's, I mean, I, yeah, good. every scene, there's something good. Um, you, you know, you know, it's opposite. The stuff you want more of, they really give it to you. And mm. the stuff you want less of, it's less yeah. of that. It's less of the... Um, uh, Big Ed and all that stuff, like yeah, the silly stuff. I, the silly stuff. It's less of it, and it right. but it's it's perfect amount that get it gets you there and gets you the next good scene. Whereas before it was like ten minutes of the silly stuff, and mm. you're like, oh, I don't need a whole scene of right. picnic time. Um, but I do love this that Cooper kind of gets closer and closer to Truman, oh, and then hug. Cooper hugs him. It's like, oh, the bromance, and it's like, yeah. that's, I like that. Yeah, on the wings uh. of love. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. understand. I'm having feelings for you, Cooper. <laughs> so uh, I think Harry falls in love with Cooper as well. Everybody uh, just falls in love with Cooper this episode. Yes. Except for Audrey and Cooper. Yes. Come on. Yes. Well, Billy Zane's in the picture. Yep. The book house. Um, so, yeah, they put, they, put, uh, they put Harry to bed. Yeah. And then we have a scene. Oh, we, have, we have pause this. Okay. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry. So we have, we have Mike and Nadine. And Mike, he shops at the same store that Wyndham Merle buys his costumes. Because uh, Mike's dressed up. That jacket. That's a jacket Wyndham Merle was maybe wearing. Wyndham let him borrow it. It's like. <laughs> Is Mike Wyndham Merle's son? Uh, dun, dun, dun. Dun. It does. You're right. It, it looks, looks like it the looks, jacket yeah. he was wearing when Merle was wearing. The funny thing is, like, you know, for a while, the girls uh, in the show used to wear sweaters. And I swear yeah. they would share sweaters. Like, you'd see something that Audrey oh, would yeah. wore, and then all of a sudden Donna would wear it and stuff. And I bet you if we looked at all the episodes, you'd see people wearing each other's clothes. That's all true. But I, w- I wrote my notes. But to have in the same episode. I know. And he's got the hat, too. Yes. Uh, and I'm like, Mike must shop at the same <laughs> costume store when Merle shops at. So they're at the Great Northern, Nadine and Mike, and they want a room which is weird because mike didn't like her right but do you think mike was like well since you offered and we're gonna get a hotel i like you now like i didn't get it he was so dead against being with her yes well she came on strong i mean and she's passionate and uh, i guess guess. and now they have to go to a hotel and he's got to dress up right and i love that uh high school friend saw him it's like hey how you doing and uh, it's like and and the girl's wearing the 90s sideways cap yes like it's so it's funny we usually talk about how the show is is timeless but 
that definitely shows that it's time period. I mean, yeah, they're showing yeah. a teenager wearing a sideways yellow cap. Oh, man. <laughs> and then Nadine gets angry and she smashes the bell. Yeah, because the guy's kind of like, you Just know. give me a room. Yeah. We just want to get busy. Leave us alone. Stop Ghostwood. Um, oh. Benefit there. Yes. Now we have the fashion show. The 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 pine wood the pine wood weasel fashion show and it's never it's still not clear is is Ben really doing this just to get back at Catherine over the I ghost wood estate or is he really truly care about the pine he wood? doesn't care about the pine wood I don't really think I think this is to get back at Catherine um, in Ghostwood because I think the whole th- member the original idea was if we use this as a thing nobody can touch the land right. So I think that's what it is. I agree. And um, I love how Squiggy is back. Yes. From Laverne and Shirley. Shirley. I don't know his real name. I call him Squiggy. Uh, The last time we saw Squiggy, he was selling Shelly and Bobby the um, mechanical thing for Leo to be in that would help him. Help him move him from the bed, I think. Move him from the bed to the wheelchair. Right. And that was the thing where it's like, oh, Bobby's telling Shelly, we're going to make lots of money. Yeah, yeah. And then. Pinkle there, I think his name Pinkle, is Pinkle. His yeah. line of like, well, you didn't think about this fee and this fee and this fee. And it's like, oh, no, we have no money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the last time we saw him. And I honestly was kind of excited to see him. He's yeah. like the um, comic relief. Right. Um, So I can tell you, I think maybe this is a good time. Oh, well, you have a fashion show. So you have uh, Lucy and Andy and they're... they're Oh yeah, and they're they're all everyone's dressed Lumberjack up. Lumberjack there or something. It's kind of funny. I mean, Andy's funny. I think he's kind of looking around. It's like you can get off the stage now, Andy. Get yeah, off the stage. Yeah. And it's all plaid. It's all flannel. Yes. Not really what I consider a fashion show. It's no. not really like the in. Yeah, it's a weird. I don't understand. Are they are they going to sell these clothes to make money? I yeah. Yeah, I like know. I didn't yeah. get the whole premise. So, uh, uh, and Catherine is talking with Ben about, like, what he's been up to. And I wanted to share something with you from the, um, the last episode script. Um, Catherine actually tells her brother, Andrew, why they, what they want to do with the Ghostwood development. So this is something in the script that never came on the air. Oh, okay. That where Catherine tells Andrew she, she wants to build a shopping mall and a hotel right next to the Great Northern. Oh, jeez. But it's interesting to see that, like... You know, because you're always like, okay, they want this land. What's the purpose of it? And it's, it was interesting to at least see in the script they had Why? some thought of what they would do with it. But. Yeah. And I like how uh, Ben Horn's drinking a gigantic glass of milk. Right. I mean, it's funny, too, because, like, I don't know what he would have had if he would have had wine or something. or, or Yeah. He, and now he's having carrots and <laughs> milk. And... I know. He's like he's like a, a little rabbit. Yes. He's like, yeah, he always eats weird things. Not weird, just not the normal things you picture someone eating. Um, I like the fashion show. It's it's like the equivalent of a bar fight because of the weasel, uh, which is like, oh, it looks like a ferret. And I think somewhere in this episode, they were like, Pinkle was like, I've got the weasel <laughs> and it's stuffed. It's a dead, you know, it's, yeah, it's a yeah, stuffed yeah. weasel. And, it, and so... Now we're on the stage, and Pinkle's like, okay, I have a real life. A real life of, one. But, and I'm going to take it out of the cage, and that's when it, it attacks. Oh, uh, and it bites Dick, Dick on yeah. the nose or something. Right. And he's like, like, well, you shoved your face in there. And then he throws it, and then it, the weasel just goes crazy. And we see the point of view of the weasel on the yes. floor. That's just off-the-wall crazy silly. But. Yeah, it is like the bar fight scene, but it's just a weasel. And it's, a, it's funny because it's a weasel. 
but everybody's just going insane. Yeah, I don't think it's going to hurt you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's not it, that bad. It is definitely a pet ferret they're yeah. using there. Um, oh, it, it is pretty funny, though. Like, the whole stage gets wrecked. Right. And I think the real point of the reason that the, the chaos is so that Audrey can fall off the, the stage and Wheeler can catch catcher and oh and they can I have their kiss their right kiss, their yeah. first kiss their first kiss from the weasel from the weasel so basically yeah the whole the whole reasoning of this to happen because these people are going nuts uh-huh. you think like a bear is attacking yes. and then they kiss how sweet on the wings of the bring up the audio I just <laughs> love that like it ends with the girl screaming, <laughs> the girl screaming. <laughs> I, lo- I love that I mean that, that's yeah now, the next thing we see is is one of the bookhouse uh, boys reading a book. And I, that was part of the theme that never really got on the show. But, like, I think part of the idea was that these bookhouse boys actually did read books. Like, I think there were scripts where, like, James Hurley would be in a bar and he would be reading and stuff. And maybe it, didn't, maybe it just seems too weird and stuff. But I think that was the, the premise was the bookhouse boys actually did read. You know, I was at Amherst not that long ago and at a bar there was a lot of people reading at a bar. Did I, you really do it, right? People yeah. reading books at bars. Wow. But they all had man buns too. Right. So I don't know if it was like a hipster thing to do. But you wonder if it was part yeah. of the society. As the society, we will read books, books together. Yeah, we will read books yeah. at bars. Now, so Jones. The uh, Eckerd's I, assistant comes in. Yeah, I did not expect this to happen. Right, so she's taking off her clothing. And, and I was like, okay, she's trying to seduce him? Are you trying to seduce me? Are you trying <laughs> to seduce me, Mr. <laughs> Bond? Mrs. I'm Robinson. trying to kill you, Mr. Bond. No, yeah. I just switched my movies. But, yeah, like, I was like, what is going on? Right. But she drugs him with some weird thing. and he... Well, we don't know until the next episode. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, yeah. To be continued. Yeah, I was I was getting ahead of myself. I know. But yeah, it ends with her just going into bed with, with uh I go, with Harry. Yeah, and stuff. Harry. And, uh, she's going into bed with Harry, and I was just like, "What? Why? Yes. Why is she going to try to go to bed with Harry? Right. You know, like. And I don't. As far as I know, she hasn't ever met Truman. Really? No. Like, I don't think they've ever met. As far as I know. But she must know about him, and I'm thinking of one or two things. She knocked that guy in the back of the head, so she wants to kill Harry. Um, and or you know, she she has ties with that family, so yeah. I, I feel like she's a hit woman. Yeah, that's my thought right now. Um, but it was a good episode. This was this was like a um, an awesome Twin Peaks episode. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, and I think it's only gonna get better from here. Thank God, right? Yeah. We got like what five episodes. Left. Yeah, 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 right? So isn't that something? Can you believe we're nearing the end here? Oh, this is very sad. Uh, it's going to be like X-Files for me, yeah. and the last two, we're just going to stop for like months, and then we'll finally watch them. <laughs> <laughs> just so we can savor it. Uh, but it's exciting to know that you know we're going to get more Twin Peaks next year. Yes, I know. Very exciting. Very yeah. exciting. Um, so, everybody, Twitter. Uh, we're, uh, Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Twin Peaks Unwrapped. And we have a lot of fo- followers on that. Like, it's yeah. getting bigger and bigger. Gosh, well, I can't think how we're over 5,000 followers. Yeah, now. and I mean, big that's awesome. uh, thank you to everybody. And all the emails we get at twinpeaks at gmail.com. Yeah, thank we, you. I know uh, Christian, I think, is emailing us. I, we never get around to uh, talking with him, but we, we will have to do that sometime. Yeah, we hope to do another feedback show. But yeah. please, you know, email us comments and questions and anything. Uh, and please rate us on iTunes, uh, Twin Peaks Unwrapped on iTunes. Rate us, leave us a comment, 
maybe we'll hit the top 50 at some point. Um, we have in Norway. In Norway, we're in the top in right. Norway, which is really cool. Yeah, and we got some feedback from that too. We're yes. on, on Twitter there that they say that that Norway is very is very uh, sorry. Podcasts are very popular in Norway, and that we just do good work, and that's why we're up there on the top. So. That is awesome. You that's know what? Good. If that's all, if we get Norway, I'm I'm so happy by that. That yeah. was so exciting. It was really exciting. Yeah, it was very exciting. <laughs> Um, and what else, Ben? We is, said Twin Peaks, uh, unwrapped.com. We're, we're there. Yeah. We're on Facebook. Right. I post, Twi- yeah. I've been posting a lot of stuff on Facebook. We're actually getting more and more likes. Yeah, I see that. That's awesome. So let you know, keep, keep liking us and, uh, stay connected. Cool. And yeah. we have a, we have a Twin Peaks unwrapped paper that comes out, uh, on Mondays and Thursdays. Yep. And that's just kind of the community. You get to hear what's going on in Twin Peaks through the community paper. So yeah, so I think this uh, that we're gonna end the show. I thought it'd be fun with a Twin Peaks promo. This is kind of like a um, behind the scenes of the promo. But the promo was basically kind of a spoof on the Wizard of Oz of the idea that the show had moved from Saturdays back to Thursdays and stuff. So I thought it'd be fun to just end That's the show awesome. with that. Yeah. All right, everyone have a have a good week, and we'll be back next week with uh, episode twenty five. Am I right? Excellent. You're a beautiful bunch. Here we go. On your mark, get set, go! Annie M. Annie M. I must have been dreaming. It was horrible. We were on Saturdays. Andy, you were there. The log lady was there. And the man from another place was there, too. Saturdays. That is a bad dream. Diane, Thursdays at 9, 8 central. There's no place like home. Cut it. Cut it.